Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And this is our weekly podcast for news from the past week. And we start off the podcast with on a very, very sad note. Um, We're recording this on Sunday. So earlier this morning, we found out that Anton Yelchin, who's, well, most popularly known as playing uh, Chekhov in the new Star Trek reboot film series, passed away um in a uh what looks like when it said it was stated as a car accident at his home in studio city you kind of thought it was like an actual automobile accident but it actually was even more tragic than that apparently he was leaving his house last night to go to rehearsals and he was going to pick up some friends of his and for one reason or another got out of his car with the engine uh, with the engine on and got out of his car, went to, I guess, his concrete mailbox, and his car apparently drifted down the steep incline, that's his driveway, and crushed him. Um, his friends found him this morning when they didn't hear from him, and he didn't show up for rehearsal, which apparently was unusual for him to not show up. And uh, so he was only 27 years old. Uh, the The outpouring of... You know, of shock and grief. I mean, it's 27 years old. I mean, I remember when I was 27. You know, that was probably the least. You know, you never think of your. You're, you're not thinking of your own mortality at that mortality at that point. Um, I mean, it's it's such a horrible fucking accident. Like, yeah. And it, it really like I've even seen some negativity online talking about, oh, he was stupid. I mean, look, it could happen to anybody. To Absolutely. be honest, like it's it's just a slip of the mind. It yeah. could have been as easy as he was taking he was taking off. He goes, "Oh shit, I gotta get that mail." Right. You know, he just forgot to put the e brake on. It's it's 
it's horrible because obviously he was young, he's a talent, um, definitely staple of a major uh, franchise that I love. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's just horrible to see when I woke up this morning. Yeah, and so. the and I mean, you know, I think most people remember him from Alpha Dog. He was in that movie so you know, so long ago and you know, he was in the you know, Terminator Salvation, uh he was in some the... horror movie too that my wife was watching today. I can't remember what it was called though. He was also in the remake of Fright Night, which had uh him and David Tennant and Colin Farrell in it and uh he just did the movie of his green room that just came out uh mm-hmm. recently a uh, friend of mine said her boyfriend interviewed him for that movie and said he was just like the sweetest guy ever um and of course you have star trek beyond which debuts next month so it's it's very sad of course the outpouring from you know his own castmates you know uh, uh zachary quinto carl urban uh john cho jj abrams um all came out, Justin Lin, all came out, as well as even, you know, older Trek uh, fans like Will Wheaton, LeVar Burton, Jonathan Frakes, Brent Spiner, you know, uh, even like Mark Hamill came out for Star Wars, uh, you know, just a lot of outpouring of people that worked with him, that knew him, and just liked his work. He was a very likable actor. And, yeah. you know, even though he started at a young age, you never heard him getting into shit like all these other, you know, <laughs> No, he kept Actors. he kept pretty private. You know, he really he was a he was a clean cut dude. Yeah. You know, and that's that's it's getting more and more rare uh these days to see actually if you really think about it, pretty much everybody in Star Trek right now is clean cut. Right. Not, not many people having problems, but I do want to say too, um I saw and it's not necessarily negative, um, but I do see a lot of people focusing more on Oh well, what are they going to do with Star Trek? I said, Let, let's let's worry about that a little later. Right. I think I speak for Steve as well. Where um, I know I don't plan on even entertaining who's going to take over the role um, of Chekhov until much later. Like we yeah, don't need to worry but... about that right now. <laughs> the problem you know? is, is that, yeah, that's the problem with the internet. Is there oh, it never is settled into what's going on. It's always oh, you know, this came out now. So what's the next one going to be? What's the next one? It's like. Right. The internet needs to just enjoy it, <laughs> you know. We need to just kind of, I mean, and, and when I mean enjoy it, I mean live in the present for a moment, you know. You know, give it, give it a couple of days, and then, you know, and then Paramount. It, uh, for it took a, a majority of the day before Paramount actually released an official statement, just basically acknowledging the passing and you know the. And trust you know, me, condolences. If you're worried about who's going to take over his role. There are already people in Paramount that are working on Yeah. Whether they want to or not, they're working on it. So, you know, I, I don't expect everyone to be upset when when somebody dies. But, you know, calm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, that's not what we're, what people should be focusing on here. You right. know? So it'd be different if it was like one of those celebrity deaths that uh, was due to drugs or something stupid like that. Yeah. You know. And you could go, okay, that sucks. Well, let's move on. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. but you know. well, that was that was the thing. It's like when I when I heard of his passing, I was like, oh, don't please please don't let it be something stupid. You know, like drunk driving or you know something along that lines. But something foolish. Yeah, you know, and, and 
this is just like, oh, that's such an act. That's such a terrible accident. So, you know, for us, it's, you know, our condolences go to out to his family whose parents are still um, are living. Actually, he I didn't know he lived out in Studio City and um, his parents I know he lived in L.A. somewhere, but yeah. I didn't know Studio City. Yeah, he was a valley boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I found out his parents were born or he was born in uh, Russia. Russia, yeah. And his parents um, were uh, like finger skaters or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, he actually went to uh, Sherman Oaks uh, Center for Enriched Studies, which is out there in Reseda. Yeah. So he, yeah, he tr- totally grew up in the valley. But um, yeah, so our condolences go out to his family. This such a, and also to the Star Trek community, you know, because I, I I loved him as Chekhov. I yeah. thought he was. He I was one. Of, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. But. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. Real quick. Um, uh-huh. Sorry, Steve. Hold on. Hold on one second because my. um, I. So we'll go ahead and move on into lesser depressing news <laughs> <laughs> or the business that our podcast exists. Um, so one little thing that I t- it was touted earlier this week and uh, that. uh Apple would allow with iOS 10 you to get rid of their stock apps. Mm. So if you're bo- if you're boosting a 16 gig iPhone, you'd be able to you know pull get rid of a lot of that shit that you don't use. You know like stocks and you know tips and all that other bullshit that comes with it. And and their stock uh, their stock uh, email app because I don't think anybody uses stock email. They always use like Gmail or like I use Inbox, which is that di- different version of Gmail. But mm-hmm. anyway, apparently that was uh, mis- uh, misled because according to The Verge, while appearing on John Gruber's podcast, The Talk Show, Apple software chief Craig Federi clarified that iOS 10 doesn't fully remove built-in apps. It removes the home screen icons, user data, and some behind-the-scenes stuff that adds the link to each app. But the core of the removed app remains on the phone. That means that if you want to reinstall the app, you might not need to download anything. You should just uh, you should just be able to tap the Get button in the App Store and have it appear. Uh, is this a big deal? Well, according to The Verge, not really. Apple says that it... Of all of its built-in apps, it takes up less than 150 gigs or 150 megabytes combined. That may be important when your phone is at capacity, or it should make a huge di- it shouldn't make a huge difference most of the time. Yeah, it's still a bit frustrating when you can't clear the extra data out, especially given that Apple keeps selling that 16 gigabyte phone. But the real frustration is having to keep a folder of nonsense like app, uh, Apple's stock apps, which apparently important business people use, but that I've never seen a real human open. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so just when everybody thought Apple was going to do something actually kind of cool, they fucked up. I pretty much figured people misunderstood. I, I, can, I, I, I couldn't believe that Apple was letting people do that. Well, what this the, is the company that is like, we know what's best for you all the time. Right. Why would they give you that option? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. So, 
that's yeah so at that point yeah it was kind of like when because there was a there was something that uh tim cook had said about possibly allowing uh, users to have more control over that because given you know people go to android because they like having more control over shit um so there was that kind of thought and this and it said it might not come with ios 9 but could come with 10 so everybody kind of assumed that and then when it was stated that you'd be able to get rid of those apps even i was like wow somebody actually said that they would actually somebody at apple would be able to get rid of those and then it's like oh wait you know no we kind of misspoke you don't really get rid of it you just don't have to look at it every day i mean this isn't only this isn't only an apple issue i mean android has the same thing but it's it's with android it's mostly the carrier like right. Verizon forces you to have Verizon apps and right. shit you'll never fucking use. Um, but also on Android, uh, basically Apple's giving you the same function you've had on Android for a while, where you can hide the app. So at least you don't have to see it in right. your list. But it would be nice to free up um, some space. But when you jailbreak and root, you can <laughs> right. be whatever the fuck you want. Although I have heard that um, if you jailbreak an iPhone, you can screw it up by deleting the core apps because the operating system is kind of made around those apps. Yeah. Um, but I've I don't know that if that's, I don't know if it's legit because I've never had an iPhone, but um, I, I've heard you know, the same thing too. Yeah. I've heard the same thing too. And I've heard some people that said, some people that said that, yeah, if, if you don't know what you're doing, let someone who does do it, if they're going to do it. Right. But yeah. So um, another little thing uh, now, the sale for this ends today when the podcast gets released. So if you ha- if you still have time, go for it. But in celebration of E3 and the announcement of Battlefield One, EA is actually uh, offering Battlefield Four and Battlefield Hardline for four dollars and fifty cents each, and that's the standard edition of those games. So if you don't have them, or you know, since we know they're not back. They're not backwards compatible yet on the Xbox One. Hey, nine bucks gets you two games. So, right. you know, uh, which is what I did yesterday. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what? I don't have it for the Xbox One. So I got both and I haven't played Hardline. And I've heard pre- mostly decent things about Hardline. Hardline's pretty fun. Yeah. And graphically, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, though, if you missed the deal, um, I have those games too, but I got them a different way. If you pay for EA Access, which is $5 a month, uh, those two games are there. It's actually kind of worth it because I got those two games. It's a bunch of board games that I don't play. Um, but also Dragon Age Position and um, like the Plants vs. Zombies Warfare game. <laughs> right, right. Like, there's a whole bunch of games in there. And then you also can play um, the new games, get the demos that everyone can't get. Right. Basically. So it is pretty cool for only 5 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, if you want. If <laughs> yeah, you if, you want. if you okay. want. Okay. All right. So really quickly, um, w- I know we just last week on episode 224, we instituted the new pull list section of the podcast. Well, this week we kind of just blew out the format because of the fact that this is EA. I mean, this is E3. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this, is, this is E3. So... This episode is pretty much just going to be us talking about some of the cool stuff that we saw um, announced or revealed or trailers or any of that shit that was announced during E3. And that's pretty much what we're going to cover. We're not going to cover everything, just the stuff that we thought was kind of cool. So, uh, 
do you want to how do how do you want to do this do you want to just like take turns or yeah yeah you go okay. first because that's the, you have a pretty big one to talk about <laughs> yeah so yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's it's not about length it's more about girth um right so <laughs> oh, i didn't see that you added the uh the other two um, yeah, cool. Go first. Okay, so one of the things I thought was kind of cool because I actually caught up on some of the. Uh, that's one of the things I love about YouTube, is that now it's just all the presentations are, right. are I don't online. Have to watch it exactly. When it <laughs> <laughs> Which, when your life is as busy as ours, right, you need that flexibility, and it's nice that everybody's bending to our whims. Um, <laughs> so this one I thought was kind of cool because those of you may remember. You know, when Xbox uh, or when Microsoft first announced Xbox One, they were really trying to get exclusivity, which they did have with the Call of Duty series. But they wanted their I think they really needed their a new Halo kind of title. Um, and that's kind of what Titanfall was really kind of designed to be. It was only an Xbox title. And, you know, it was really that push. And it didn't really do that well. Uh, now. That doesn't mean that they're not going to make a second one, which they are, and it was announced this year. But the cool thing about this one, and now it's going to include a PlayStation 4 model and a single-player campaign, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, I saw the... uh, Because, of course, you still have... And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like the graphics. I like the action in it. But I really hate multiplayer. I really just... I don't like kids handing my ass to me. You know, I, I really just... I hate that shit. But they said that they're going to actually, they added a single player campaign, which basically is a story mode, but it, it kind of evolves around how the mecha and the, the pilot form their bond. And what actually seems kind of cool is that the voice of the, of the mecha sounds like Optimus Prime. Yeah, as it should. <laughs> as it I mean, totally. Like, at first I was like, oh shit, and then I was kind of like, yeah, that makes actually a lot of sense, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that, that actually would be pretty cool. And when they off, when they said there is going to be a single-player campaign, I actually may actually buy this one. The first Titan falls on that EA Access, too. I'm not trying to make this sound like an EA Access commercial. I just remembered. I this is sponsored. EA Access. <laughs> oh, I wish. I know. Right? Like, I got bills to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just letting everybody know. Sell out just means paying those bills. That's all sell out means. (laughs) Right. Um, The the first thing that caught my eye was that Batman Arc VR. (laughs) So this was announced at a Sony's E3 press conference, obviously. Um, And it was a trailer with voiceovers from Mark Hamill as a joke. I love Uh, it. I I, I heard that. I was like, oh, they know how to get to it. Not much was shown. It is a Rocksteady Studios game, obviously. Um, but you could see, like, you were walking around as Bruce Wayne, and, and you could see the uh, the Batcave and stuff like that. And they were talking about the story. Now, obviously, due to the limitations of virtual reality right now, uh, what they're saying is the quote, Batman Arkham VR will feature a highly focused, very personal story entirely in first person. A murder mystery in the style of the classic Batman comic books, but with a strong dose of the dark psychology uh, that the Arkham games are well known for. So they're focusing more on the detective. This game's going to focus more on the detective aspect of Batman, not the fighting. Because fighting in VR would be dumb. Right. Like, it would just, you can't be Batman in VR yet. 
but you could definitely do detective work. So I think I think that, that doesn't mean you can't be Batman in real life. But I mean, if any billionaires are watching <laughs> um, or listening, uh, <laughs> this is pretty cool. Obviously, a PS4 exclusive, um, and it's going to be released in October, which is pretty soon. Right. Uh, especially Sony. Sony likes to talk about stuff like fucking two years before they're going to happen. Um, La- the Last Guardian, anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so dope. That's all I just want to say. Yeah. It just looked really cool. Yeah, I remember what I told you that when I was like, oh, Batman in VR, you're like, what? What? <laughs> and uh, and it was weird because I heard that voice when he mess- when he texted me back that response. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, during the whole little VR thing that they had at the end, they also showed Star Wars Battlefront um, VR, which is basically putting you in the in the pilot seat of an X-wing, and um, so that looks kind of that looks kind of cool. Still, I don't know. I'm still just kind of not fully sold on VR yet. Me neither. You know? I think it's too much in in its infancy right now. Yeah. Like when they have force feedback gloves, come talk. To me. <laughs> you right. know, I, I don't want to just see what? things and fumble around with shit. Once they announce the last Starfighter, I'm in. But you know, until then, I'm just yeah. The thing with me is like the VR headset, it's cool. One, they're too expensive. Two, I can buy that Google Cardboard and just put my phone in it. Right, right. And do most of the, you know, the little cutesy stuff because I feel like VR right now is something that it will be cool at first and then you'll get bored. Yeah. And I also call me paranoid, but I don't like the idea of putting something I can't see around me where I actually am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there could be shit going on behind you. And you wouldn't know because you have fucking earbuds in and a whole headset and your brain's so ingrained in this fake world right. that you don't know what's going on. or Like something, someone's going to fuck with you. Someone's going to sneak <laughs> up and start hitting you in the head or just dumb shit. You know, <laughs> I, I'm with that bullshit. Uh, one of the things that actually came out of the uh, EA presentation was – it was funny too because like I remember back when – the E3 EA presentations were all like, you know, oh yeah, now with Madden we have this, that, and the other thing. We have all this. You have like hours upon hours of like just random shit talking about how uh, Madden is. And this this EA was kind of like, yeah, now we have a new engine. We um, we have a new little thing on here. Now we go to FIFA, <laughs> right? And uh, and it was kind of like, oh okay. One of the things about FIFA, I mean, yeah, you have the competitions, you have all that stuff. But one of the things I actually kind of liked was this new journey mode where you actually become uh, – it's almost like a single-player campaign. It's really kind of what it was. They called it journey mode where you're actually this one kid and you go in getting your first big chance to play for a team. And then you go through all these life choices of, you know, of, of – you know, getting uh, money and personal struggles and all of this to to prove yourself in the game, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, they're pulling they're pulling this feature um, directly from the last NBA Live. Yeah. Um, because they had the same thing. The only thing I hated about the last NBA Live one is that you it was so it it was just ghetto. <laughs> like I understand. Look, let's let's be real honest right now. I understand that. The African-American community loves basketball. And i that's great. I have no problem with that. But what about that 
white middle America kid that wants to play NBA or Hispanic or Asian, like he has to basically be black in the game or the right. story doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. It's just well, weird to me. Well, the kid, the kid in this is also is also black. Of course. Of course. That's the safest. Nowadays, that's the safest ethnicity <laughs> to put in your game. You're not going to piss anybody off. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, you I mean, the white kid in there, everyone would freak out. I mean, yeah, you'll piss off the Trump supporters, but, you know. Well, yeah. Hash, hashtag Trump's America. Right. <laughs> that's what Hash- I say at work. That's what I say at work. Anytime something is fucked up or wrong, I'm like, hey, Trump's America. <laughs> that's my answer to everything now. I still say thanks, Obama. <laughs> I just think that's so funny. Like, it especially is. when it's something that doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, the other day, our water, like, just in the break room that I go to, the RO system, such a first world problem. The, R- the RO system we have broke. And I go, thanks, Obama. <laughs> and my friend's like, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm excited for this journey. When I was actually telling um, my daughter, very much into soccer. And she's really excited about it. Because she, she's been playing FIFA 2015. Because, again, EA Access. Um <laughs> And she was excited about that little story mode, you know. And Hashtag it kind of... sponsored by EA. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this isn't called the Lazy Geeks. It's called the EA Geeks now. <laughs> um, there are so many better companies that I would rather be affiliated <laughs> with. I'm sorry, EA. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so another one's interesting. So The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, big game. Um, when it was out or when it was new and so still kind of a big following now one of the biggest thing people talked about was the mini game in it called gwent which was a a card game it kind of reminded me of um the old final fantasy 8 there's like a card game minute yeah <laughs> people were all playing that shit but um this game has gotten so popular that they have announced a standalone version of it for the pc um at the microsoft's e3 briefing so cd project red who's the developer of the Witcher 3, um, announced the beta first on, oh, I'm sorry, Xbox One and PC. Uh, the full release is scheduled for September across Xbox One, PS4, and PC. I don't know why the beta isn't on PS4. I don't know, but it, it ain't. Um, so, there really isn't much to say <laughs> other than this card game is happening. Um, it's pretty exciting. Um, it includes a full-blown multiplayer experience, obviously, featuring cross-play between console and PC. That's cool. Um, there's also a, quote, monumental, end quote, single-player campaign. The single-player campaign in cards game, card games I'm really liking. I think Hearthstone was the first one that did it really well um, because sometimes you just want to play the game and you don't want to play someone who plays it 24 hours a fucking day. You know, so I think that's pretty cool that they're going to come out with that. I, I don't really know much about this game because, unfortunately, I don't have time to play The Witcher 3. And I'm still playing Skyrim, motherfucker. I'm behind on some shit. You know, so really cool, though. Any any fan of the game is definitely going to be excited for this. And I think I'm going to check this out, too. I like the <laughs> I like the image for it. Everybody's smiling and all happy and shit. Um, but, yeah. by EA Access. Right. Um, <laughs> I heard you also get a free copy of... Uh, Assassin's uh, Creed. Unity. Unity, Assassin's Creed. yeah. Yeah, so. if you have if you haven't finished uh building that uh Game of Thrones ch- uh chair, that throne with uh Unity, 
this is your chance. Right. <laughs> uh, so, getting off of the EA bandwagon. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> um, by the way, if you enter in the Lazy Geeks as the code. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, of course, the big announcement, which was actually we mentioned last week about the leak that happened. Um, the Xbox One S. So this uh we got we got a lot more uh details on it that it it does have 4k support but doesn't mean you'll be playing those games in 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 high res uh you will have options to watch 4k content it'll be supporting 4k versions of netflix and amazon video it also has a 4k ultra hd blu-ray support the new uh console will support hdr sets and Gears of War 4 will be the first to support the wider color range. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Um, the Xbox One, this is a, a write-up by Engadget. And just to give you some of the specs, the Xbox One, as attractive as unattractive as you may think it is, is undoubtedly a large machine, especially compared to its main rival, the PlayStation 4. The Xbox One S is 40% smaller and can be safely used vertically with the with an official stand, of course. Uh, elsewhere, there's an integrated power supply, meaning no more brick in that cord. That I'm happy about. Like, I don't know if I got a faulty Xbox One thing, but the connection to the power cord to the brick is so fucking loose. If you breathe on it, it falls out. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I think I got I think I got a cable that is that's cut a little too short like inside the connections. Oh wow! Fuck man, it's such a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. Fuck and... the Xbox PS4 for life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck the Xbox. Fuck the Xbox. EA, EA Play. <laughs> like what? That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck the Xbox waffle makers all day. What the fuck? <laughs> PC Master Race. That makes more sense. <laughs> PC Master Race. <laughs> uh, also it will boast a two terabyte hard drive um, it's also mostly white the colorway microsoft debuted for the original xbox one other changes include the usb port in the front for easy access because i really hate that side one that's kind of annoying and who doesn't uh, like easy access of course i mean yeah the side this maybe the wet, side wet the tongue a little bit and this all right you know <laughs> the side connection I remember when I first saw it, when I pulled the Xbox out, and I looked at it, I went, that's interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> why Why did we put it there? And it is. it becomes a pain in the ass, because you have to, you almost can't center it sometimes. That thing's big. Oh, yeah. That's the same thing I have, because I have a USB that has uh, some movies on there. And you try to put it in on the side, and you, yeah, you can't center it, because you got the thing sticking out the side. I'm like, really? USB yeah. was questionable video files right yeah you know all amateur all the time um (laughs) (laughs) um also uh it's dropping the connect port there will be a usb adapter if you want the connect which basically pretty much says microsoft's giving up on the connect yeah really what it's doing and and i'm kind of i'm okay with that the only use for the connect right now is skype yeah, that's the only thing that's cool about it because you could stand in front of your TV and walk around your room a little bit. And it follows you. Other than that, it ain't that cool. Right. So no one's playing games on the Kinect anymore. 
And there is a new controller, textured grips, improved range, and Bluetooth for easy connection to PC and laptop without adapters. So that's that's nice. Yeah, I know, right? Um, it'll be bundled with the new console, and you also are able to buy it separately. The Xbox One launches in August. The two-terabyte version, called the Launch Edition, will cost you $399, and it'll be followed by the $299 500-gigabyte version and the one-terabyte version at $349. And there's already a pre-order link on Amazon, which, is, which lists a December release date for the one-terabyte and the 500-gigabyte versions. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is um, and for all the people that are saying, "Oh my God, can't believe they're doing it." This happened last generation. I don't know why everybody's so shocked. I know it's they it's, come out with upgraded versions. You don't have to buy it. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you want to, knock yourself out. But I'm not gonna rush out and buy one. Steve has the original PS3. Fuck yeah, dude! Hold it down. <laughs> exactly, dude. That's yeah, I'm not gonna fat, buy one a, either. That's a fatty too. We were thinking about when that tax return rolls. Mm-hmm. Thinking about buying another Xbox One because um, the kids like to play together and stuff like that. But I mean, obviously, I'd buy the new one then. Oh, but yeah. who gives a shit? You know? Right. Who really gives a shit? That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> what we really want to know is who really gives a shit. <laughs> okay. My next, my next article is something that everyone should have been shocked to see but I still let out a girlish scream of glee when I found out. So confirming widespread rumors, Steve, widespread. <laughs> Bethesda has announced remastered versions of The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Uh, Skyrim will launch this fall for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. What does remastered mean, you ask? Possibly? Probably oh, not. Oh, man. That, that rem- I saw the imagery. I was like, oh, Dude. fuck. A trailer for the game which <laughs> they put, they're calling it Skyrim Special Edition. They should just call it Skyrim Remastered. I don't know why they're, whatever. <laughs> Skyrim Reborn. Ooh. Um, <laughs> was also shown during the, the event. Bethesda has their own event, by the way. They don't, they don't tag on to fucking Microsoft or Sony. They're, <laughs> they're fucking Bethesda. Right. Um, showcase new games, visual improvements, which appear to be dramatic. Motherfucker, that's an understatement. This shit looks gorgeous. I know, Fucking gorgeous. The Skyrim Special Edition comes with new visual effects, including God Rays. So, (laughs) for those who don't know what God Rays means, (laughs) it's a dramatic name for, you know, when you're in a forest or whatever, and that ray of light comes through, like, the sunlight. It's just, bam! They call those God Rays. So that, w- that wasn't really in the game because it was 2011. It's in the game now. <laughs> and it's going to make shit look dramatic. New snow shaders and more. Additionally, the special... Dude, those snow shaders were like kind of crazy when I saw it. I was like, whoa. The special editions console version will support PC mods as well, which is something we already knew was coming. Actually, no, we did. They did it with Fallout 4, but we didn't know that it, they, they were going to do it with Skyrim. So that's really cool for console players. I, I don't play it on console. Um... This is not uncharted territory for Bethesda games as Fallout 4. Blah, 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 blah. We already know. Skyrim Special Edition launches on October 28th for all platforms. If you're playing on PC, there's a chance you could get it, a free version of Special Edition. Oh, there isn't a chance, motherfucker. So <laughs> if you own Skyrim with all the uh, expansions, so there's three expansions. 
on PC, you get the the remastered edition for free. They're just it's just going to be an upgrade. So and you also get a copy of uh, Unity. You get fucking three copies of Unity. <laughs> They're even throwing in that old ET cart from fucking uh, <laughs> the Atari. <laughs> so because they can because <laughs> they found too many of them at the dump site. Um, <laughs> here's the thing too. There's a bit of negativity with this um, that I think is foolish. So a lot of PC gamers, which I, I do fall in that category, are saying we already have that with mods. Like, who fucking cares? Blah, blah, blah. You should fucking care because Bethesda is doing it. You know how when you install mods and sometimes the shit crashes? Hmm. Yeah, that ain't going to happen with this. So you can put all the – they're going to have all their shaders in, all their upgrades. We smooth as silk, theoretically. So <laughs> – Let's just enjoy it for what it is. I think Skyrim is one of those games that deserves to be done again. Like there's like The Last of Us that that deserves like games. There's certain games that deserve. Hey, you know what? This came out five years ago, but fuck it, you should see it again. And <laughs> Skyrim is one of those fucking games. I wish they do this with fucking Oblivion and Morrowind. I lose my shit. Oh, but um, my daughter just started playing Skyrim. She just found Skyrim. <laughs> On the Xbox 360, and she I was like, "What was it? Just like out. sitting there, like sticking out from underneath the couch?" No, because I have it. I have it for PC and 360. So she doesn't play the PC version because I play the PC version. God damn it! But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm excited about. So see, there you go. <laughs> one cool thing. Speaking of PC, one cool thing that was announced: Xbox Anywhere. What's Xbox Anywhere, you may ask? I don't care if you asked or not. I'm going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Uh, When announcing the Gears of War 4 at its E3 event last week, Microsoft unveiled a new gaming feature called Xbox Play Anywhere. The initiative basically allows a gamer to purchase a a title once and still have the option to play on console and or PC. That's really it. That's really all I have to say. That's all you need to say. I mean, that's fucking awesome. What was, so, what was one of the first games that's going to... Halo Wars 2, I think. Yeah, they um, there's a lot of the new games that they announced uh, at Microsoft are going to support the uh, the uh, Xbox Play Anywhere. But Gears of War is going to be... Gears of War 4 is going to be one of those titles. So, um, and according at the press event, it was supposed to be... It's going to not only just have, you know, the game on the PC if you play it there... It's going to have all your saves, all your accomplishments, everything. It's going to transfer over. So you can play on both. And it'll also allow you, um, uh, what was it? Yeah, progress and achievements will be shared on Xbox Live across these platforms at no additional cost. And co-op modes will support cross-play between Windows 10 and Xbox One users. This is fucking crazy. Like, it's so cool to me. Here's the thing, though. And maybe you already said it. And I missed it because I was I was thinking about some shit. Um, if I let's say let's say Doom just as an because I have Doom right here. Let's say I buy Doom for the Xbox One. Do I get a free additional copy of Doom for PC, or do I have to buy both for both platforms? No, you buy once. See, that's the sexiness of it. Yeah. Okay. Because let's say you have an Xbox One, you got to all set Cause, up. Because because as as I said, the gamer is to purchase a title once. Yes. And have the option to play on both. So 
let's put it in perspective. You got an Xbox One downstairs in your living room, 55 inch TV, surround sound, nuts, right? You're right. fucking playing. Oh shit, though, I gotta leave. But you got a nice little gaming laptop, though. Mm-hmm. Saves are already synced up, motherfucker. That's so sexy. Yeah. And <sighs> let's let's say at the instance, you know, you're on the PC. I just happen to jump on. And you know we're playing. Let's say we're playing both. Um, you were playing Gears of War. You're playing it on the PC. I'm on the on my Xbox One. You're like, yo, let's let's play together. What it do though? There you go. I'm telling you, it's fucking. Also, great. Forza Horizon Three, um, which is coming out in September, will also have that cross-platform play. See, so- it's shit. It's shit like this though, is why um, I I always kind of lean, or I always want to lean anyway towards Xbox. Because they have access to a computer operating system. Right. So they start doing crazy shit like this. And that's fucking cool, man. Absolutely. I mean, it's turning me on a little bit, to be honest, like physically. But Yeah, you went from 6 go. to noon right now, didn't you? I went to 6 to something. Right. <laughs> I went from the earth to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's that exciting, mm-hmm. but you know. No, fuck it, it is. Yeah. damn it um but yeah when i saw that i was like what the fuck because i re- remember i, I texted you when i when i saw that thing yeah. and you were just like what and i was like that's see that's you know and and it was funny too because when i when i read that or when i saw that announcement i just finished reading an article from somebody who kept saying you know every year sony wins the um e, uh, e3 presentation and then i go I go, I don't see how, because I watched the Sony presentation, and with the couple of little little things in there, it was kind of boring. Sony usually wins based on simplicity, because Microsoft likes to do, like, I remember last year, like, Forza was coming out, so they dropped down the new Ford fucking sports car, and they got this going on, and there's so, there's so much shit that's going on that isn't related to video games. So, like, in a pure sense, Sony usually wins because here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. But one of the things that that that, that gets me because of that is that, yeah, it was simplistic. It was just a simple stage with a screen. We just showed the videos. We had, we had a live orchestra that, you know, right there. Um, but what gets me, though, is that, yeah, you know, simplicity, fine. But Xbox still has a lot of cooler stuff right. that really works more for the gamer side. And it should really be who wins based off of the shit that they showed as opposed to, you know, oh, well, Sony's a, a lot prettier and they're they're a little more mellow. And so they win. It's like, no, that's not how somebody should win just because of being mellow. That's the yeah. stoner dude. What's you know? the content? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, you know, and Microsoft, so, I think Microsoft, I don't know, Microsoft, Sony, I think they won. E3. Yeah. Microsoft won E3, I think. I think Microsoft won E3 this year and last year. Simply because of yeah. the the announcements that they made when they start when they announced, especially last year, backwards compatibility. The last you know? year they lost was the one right before the launch of the two consoles. <laughs> right, <laughs> they lost really hard. But, yeah, um, once they realized that people actually wanted to play games on them and not use them as entertainment centers. The only thing that has me longing, well, we'll talk about it a little bit. Actually, I'm not even gonna, I'm not gonna discuss it yet. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm staying right on the Bethesda train right now. Brought uh, to you by Bethesda. <laughs> hey, fuck yeah. Um, so Fallout 4, it was announced that Fallout 4 and Doom, unfortunately, <laughs> be getting virtual reality versions. 
Um, this is pretty cool. So Fallout 4's VR edition will launch in 2017, the HTC Vive, which is pretty exciting because that Vive looks sick. Um, though, Bethesda, <laughs> though Bethesda did not announce a release date or platform for Doom's VR version, I would assume it's going to be on the Vive 2. Right. Um, but whatever. Um, during a post-briefing live stream, Bethesda talked about its ambitions for Fallout 4 VR. Let's not make a short version of Fallout 4. The promise is the whole game. So this is probably why it's coming out next year and not October like Batman is. Because they're not making a stunted version. They want the entirety of the game. Which really, what are we talking about here? We're basically talking, you're going to have field of view and your your screen will be on your head. And you're just going to have a controller in your hand. Right. You know, so that, that kind of works. Um, I don't know if I would want to play doom on vr <laughs> i i don't i don't know you don't what you don't want the aspect of actually possibly shitting yourself <laughs> yeah see the thing is and it, there's there's one glaring problem i'm not doom guy okay <laughs> i'm adam riley and i will piss myself the other times in doom when you're it's quiet that's the, the scariest parts of doom oh, yeah. is when nothing's happening because you know something's going to happen. So it's real quiet. And then you turn a corner. And all of a sudden, the fucking hell beast from your worst <laughs> nightmare. Like, it's different when there's a border. And I can see the real world outside of that border. But on the Vive, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm comfortable with it. Which is why Adam will go back to EA Access. <laughs> That's right. I'll go back to EA Access and play Plants vs. Zombies 2. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by EA. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hashtag EA. Right. Use the hashtag and then you'll get $5 off your first month. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if somebody actually tries it. And, hey, your fucking, your fucking code didn't work. <laughs> Listen, it's a good service, okay? I don't need fucking money to promote it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh so uh yeah i don't know it's still yeah i think a game like doom would just would literally yeah cause me to shit myself if i saw you know an 80 foot demon like come at me and like i'm not saying if i went to a, if i went to steve's house and he had it i would try it but yeah. i and don't I'd make sure he stand on tarp just in case yeah actually and i'd, I'd want to check the psychological profile of steve as well like if he already owned it <laughs> he's already played it if he's in the corner pointing at it, I'm gonna be like, "No, I'm, I'm all right, dude." You know, it's right there. You know how you kick, reach out and kick it with your foot, like yeah, your ball. To he's like fucking moving it with the broom handle. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna be into it. There are there are demons in that set. Don't touch it, or you'll be possessed by. The, you'll be possessed, possessed by the Satan. He's all speaking Latin backwards and shit. Like I'm just. All right. So one of the big things that everybody was uh, was expecting to hear was Microsoft's new console project Scorpio. Uh, no relation to the movie by Al Pacino named Serpico. So <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, right. So set for release in 2017, the new system will feature eight cores. 320 gigabyte memory bandwidth and six teraflops of performance that will allow true virtually uncompressed 4k gaming 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. This simply this suggests that it's not simply being upscaled to 2160p. <laughs> um so, reading this little short blurb from GameSpot, Microsoft also unveiled that Project Scorpio will also be backwards compatible with both Xbox One and Xbox One S, and you'll be able to use the same peripherals and controllers with the console as well. The 4K news is surprising since the resolution is extremely graphically demanding on hardware and is four times as sharp as 1080p, referencing leading $400 PC graphics cards still struggle with 2160p. To dissuade, uh, to dissuade disbelief, however, one developer in the promo video stated that it's really going for it. Whether they actually achieve it is another story. Because how many times have we heard, oh, it's going to be, you know, 60 frames per second. Right. Well, maybe not 60. <laughs> you know. Maybe 50. Yeah. Okay, 30. Maybe 20. I don't know. You no, know, you, uh, can't get away, you can't get away with 30 these days. Oh, yeah. You can't. If it's a triple A game and you're 30 frames per second, people will notice now. Like that's how that's how much you can. Like, um, I think this is 30 frames per second, and I'm taking it back. Yeah, I think it's 30 frames per second. No, your computer's slow. Burn it with fire. <laughs> In addition to the 4K 4K announcement, Microsoft also stated that the console would also be capable of targeting 60 frames per second performance, as well as it would deliver a no compromise experience. Microsoft also alluded to the fact that Project Scorpio would be used for to power VR games as well, which makes sense because VR is so graphically demanding due to the fact that it requires a high resolution and fast, consistent frame rate. Bethesda's How, um, Todd Howard was in the promo video and alluded to the idea that VR version Fallout would be coming to the console, considering the VR version of the game is currently only announced to support the HTC Vive virtual reality headset. This could this could potentially mean that we'll see HTC HTC Vive support for Project Scorpio. No price is announced for Project Scorpio. Scorpio, so we'll have to stay tuned to see what happens there. But then this this is the one that kind of gets weird because they're going to release this console, which is so much more powerful, in line with like what Sony's doing with neo and the regular playstation 4 like you said last week are we going to start seeing that oh yeah the gate they're going to have both games you know well, for- sony i was reading that sony has a deal like with develop well not a deal but an instruction to developers that if they develop a game on the 4k they have to make a 1080p version of it like there's no question but for how long exactly That's trick exactly because we are oh the Xbox 360 and the PS3 will still be relevant. I'm like, yeah, to play Netflix. Right. <laughs> they really fucking relevant right now, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, um, we'll see. I, I kind of think, I guess I kind of think Xbox, Xbox is testing the waters really. But see, the thing is, is like, you can make the 4K console, but 4K isn't as widespread as people like to think it is. There's right. not that much 4K content. There's no 4K games unless you PC gaming, of course. Right. But, it's not – I don't think they could – they don't have the luxury to say, oh, fuck 1080p right now like because they'd alienate too many people. Right, and the thing that you know uh, we mentioned last time is the fact that I think that a lot of it's going to be price as well because um, there was – you know, and my, my brother and I went through this when we went to uh, Best Buy and we were looking at TVs and he's like, oh, this 4K one looks nice. I'm like, yeah, but it's because it's the, the, TV, the in-store demo. I go, I go, Netflix does have 4K. The problem is bandwidth. Yeah. 
I go the the current providers don't. I mean, even like an and, average 4K movie, I think, is like close to six gigs. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's huge. And the thing is, is that trying to stream that fucker, you know, and especially on current, especially if you have a lot of these. Uh, 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 a lot of the internet plants have data caps now. Even if they don't yeah. say they do, they do. Yeah, and it, it's just that kind of thing. So, I mean, I'm I'm lucky. I have Time Warner, which I I've used a lot of data, and I I've never and I don't have a data cap on there, but I've never gotten a note saying, "Hey, you, you you're using too much," because I have like their highest, their the biggest plan that you can get, but. Uh, you know, it's it's just that kind of thing that even 4K, there's not a lot of content for it. There's not a whole lot of 4K Blu-rays out there. I mean, they're going to try, but also a lot of that shit. And I guarantee you, Scorpio is going to be pretty damn fucking expensive. Well, this is how it always works, though. It comes out slowly and then things no, come that's out. that's not how it always works. <laughs> Shut up. Things come out that people really want and, and this will be for 4K. And then everything starts dropping in price because right. they notice, OK, people are buying it now. So let's we'll make more money by charging less yeah but um i don't know man i i i'm not i i think it's cool but i really don't give a shit too because i'm not getting one so yeah Uh, yeah, i'm I'm not getting it you know fuck you (laughs) i got an i7 in my computer i'm not gonna worry about all that bullshit right Um, and if you're and if you're pc gaming you don't need this you already have it (laughs) (laughs) you know so i gotta Eight core processor too, not physical eight core, but you know. Right. Um, so one thing that I, this is one of the coolest things Microsoft's done, and it's so simple. Um, Xbox Design Lab. So this is already up. You can go to Xbox.com. You'll see it in the in the green bar at the top. Um, you can design your own uh, Xbox One controller. So right now it's kind of limited. I mean, they have colors combinations you can do and stuff like that there's no like pictures or any crazy shit like that but um you can so you design your own controller the interface really clean it it reminds you of like if you go to the converse website you can design your own uh chucks it's kind of like that yeah um you can either even add a laser etching you know you can put your name on or something like that i might get one put the latex on that bit there you go um share design with friends it says shipping (laughs) Shipping will begin by early September for all orders placed before the end of August. So this is really dope. So you can – let me get into it so I can tell you everything you can change. Um, so you can change, obviously, the main faceplate, uh, change that color. And then you can also – so it's the body, the bumpers and triggers. So that's all in – all of these are individual colors. The D-pad. The thumbsticks, which is pretty dope because they got like blue and fucking red and pink and all types of weird shit. Uh, the button, obviously. Now, the buttons are a little more limited, but they got some cool shit like all blacked out buttons. Um, if you don't like how the they're colored, you can make it just all white lettering or something like this. Something dope. Yeah, I saw those. I thought that was, that was cool. Actually, I was like, oh, that might be something to look at. Right? To look at getting, yeah. And then you can change the... Um, Dude, we both get we both get one. Lazy geeks, nomad sapien. That's right, dude. There you go. Um, then you can change the the. I'm gonna say start and select button, but it's the view and menu button. I keep it old school. And then finally, you can change the back. 
Um, now, of course, the first controller I designed, and they got this cool like 3D controller that you can spin around and see what you're doing. First one I designed was all black. Fuck no around. Question. It was the sleekest controller you've ever seen in your fucking life, dude. It was so sexy. But yet again, and I've said this a little too much in this bit, but the coolest <laughs> thing, <laughs> how much is a regular Xbox One controller? 60 bucks, right? Yeah, like 55 or something like that, yeah. They're charging seventy nine ninety nine because that's not too much. No, considering yeah, and considering that, that it's fully custom, it's fully customizable. Laser etching, I think laser etching is a little bit extra. I think I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't say anywhere to laser etch it. I couldn't find it, but you can look. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, but um, seventy nine ninety nine. Do all the work for you, right? Shit, <laughs> uh, seventy nine ninety nine. Custom. I mean, I saw one that looked like the Nickelodeon controller because the <laughs> the body was um, orange, but right. everything else was green. I was like, "That's kind of dope, dude." Like, it just it just had a lot of cool shit, and you can even Nick, Nick, too Nick, Nick, Nick. Nickelodeon. You can go. You can save designs. So you can make a bunch of designs and save them, and you can click on community gallery, and you can see what other people are making, um, just to kind of get an idea, you know. And they got you know they got one that looks pink and. They have one that looks a little military in here. Like it's it's pretty dope. Like you'd be surprised because you'd be like, oh, there's not that many color choices, but the amount of things they let you co- change on it, it you can get kind of crazy with it. So I was kind of looking at them. Make a black. Joker, uh, Joker controller. You could do that. Yeah. Make a black and red controller would look fucking dope as shit. Dude. <laughs> I wish they had more colors for the joysticks. I would love green joysticks. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a Spider-Man colored. Uh... Ooh. A Spider-Man colored uh, controller. That'd be Ooh. cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, it's dope. But um, and all this is available through EA Play. Uh, right. No. <laughs> um. Really, I'm I'm surprised by how clean the interface is. I'm also surprised. I'm just surprised at that price. They could have easily said a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, easily. And it wouldn't have surprised anybody, really. No, everyone would be like, yeah. <laughs> like someone made like a seat the seahawks color you know someone playing a lot of Madden or something like that so you can get kind of crazy with it and it's kind of cool too because a lot of gamers express themselves through the accessories that they use yeah peripherals and stuff uh pc gaming's been doing that for fucking years <laughs> right. your keyboard's a certain color and all that <laughs> stuff so it's kind of cool to see that kind of stuff so you're welcome all right um Really, on this one is really quick. We're going to be getting a new Spider-Man video game for the PlayStation 4. That game looks so dope. Doesn't it, though? Uh, So, apparently, it's going to be developed by Insomniac Games. Yeah, you know, the guys that did Ratchet and Clank. Uh, They're going to be doing this game. And there's no actual release date yet for it. But uh, according to Marvel, this is the first in the line of video games. Their whole mandate is basically making games that don't suck. Um, so this one here is the first in, uh, in a partnership of, uh, of trying to get these, uh, to try to make good video games because, you know, let's face it, Marvel hasn't, you know, killed it with, uh, with actual, you know, real video games. But, uh, they're also, Marvel's also trying not to push these games out to market, um, to coincide with theatrical releases so we don't get that same bullshit like, you know, oh, the movie's coming out, so here's the video game for it, and, you know, it being crappy. So 
this is uh they're they're calling this an ambitious project for them and uh that's what they're trying to do so i'm looking forward to that and yeah the the game the just the uh the video that um you can see the video in the link that i have for the story but and the costumes changed up i like that white spider that's like across his chest um but yeah the 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 video game itself looks fucking his so co- sick his costume does look a little little weird i think it's the uh it's the, the lighter yeah the whitening it just look it pops more you know which is fine it didn't offend me or anything it just it there's me probably already a message board saying oh, how Jesus. it offends them now there's a know? whole website dedicated. <laughs> but uh yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to this one so this is this is gonna be cool and it's yeah. only on the ps4 yeah it's an exclusive fucking ps4 dude you have a ps4 i know but it's in my daughter's room so you have to kick her out yeah i guess i could just tell her fuck off right it is your house hey you ain't telling me nothing i don't know like this uh this comedian i was watching he was like yeah you know i have these friends they're like the wife runs everything now and like the the he goes my friend's like oh yeah you should come over and see my man cave all these cool stuff in my man cave and I look at him and I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? My dad had a man cave. It was called the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's not how that works. So, um, so I'm sure everyone's already heard The Legend of Zelda. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Finally, <laughs> they fucking announce it. Um... This is like the worst kept secret of a game. Zelda's never a secret. Like everyone knows a Zelda it's game com- is coming. Yeah. Right. You know, they just don't know the details, but they, they know it's, it's like it's like herpes. You know you're gonna get it. You just don't know how. Well it's kinda like, oh, a Mario like oh, a Mario title. It leaks that a Mario title's gonna come out with a new console. Oh, it leaked did it. Like <laughs> yeah, no. we already know that. There's gonna be fifteen Mario titles per console. <laughs> um so one thing I found exceptionally interesting first of all very interesting choice with the art style um they kind of it looks like wind waker it's like cell shaded shit um they're saying that this is the most adult zelda game they've ever made like it's a little more serious i get sexy we're gonna get orgies in there and hey i don't know i've been trying to tap zelda's booty for a long while so (laughs) i don't know um but it's an open world game too so you know, you can basically go and do whatever the fuck you want. Kind of like a, <laughs> kind of like, like a, a, like a, how an open world works. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like a tamer Grand Theft Auto. Right. So, um, they just revealed that the, the map is 12 times larger than Twilight Princess. This fucking map is huge. I bet you it's going to be filled with lots of fun shit to do. Hmm. Just saying. Um, during a presentation at E3, Nintendo also revealed that the demo of breath of the wild shown at e3 which contains a large portion of open field as well as several enemy shrines and more represents just one percent of the game's total size and they showed a lot so i was like (laughs) so this game looks dope as fuck um i'm trying i can't remember if they said from what i hear it's supposed to come out on the Wii U, but also on that new NX. Oh, right. That's right. That was announced for that. It's supposed to be a launch title for the NX. So 
if you have a Wii U, you can get it when it comes out. But if you don't have a Nintendo console, like myself, <laughs> I might, I might pick it up with the NX. And you know they're gonna have like a special edition. <coughs> oh jeez, that was. I was holding on to that for like thirty seconds. <laughs> um, I've been holding on to that since the beginning of the show. <laughs> you know they're gonna have a special edition fucking oh, yeah. NX with the Triforce on it, and shit, and all that crap. I'm getting. I've never had a special edition console. Oh no, I lie. I had the um, 25th, is 25th or 30th anniversary of Mario Wii, the red one. Oh yeah, you had that one. I was so fucking proud that I had that shit. I I haven't had a special edition console. Well, that NX though. That's all I'm saying. You know, when is that supposed to come out? It's supposed to come out sometime next, next year. Yeah, they haven't even really announced what it's supposed to look like yet either. Yeah, and so, they and they even said before E three they weren't going to say shit at E three. Yeah, so. I think I, I'm still saying Tokyo Game Show. That's you see. That's the thing is Nintendo loves to say shit at the Tokyo Game Show. That's yeah. their fucking E three. They don't. I mean, I know Sony's a Japanese com- company too, but Sony comes big at E three. Yeah, Nintendo don't. Yeah. Nintendo is like, yeah, this is the, you know, this is what's happening. Yeah, we're gonna go back to Japan now. Go fuck yourself. Exactly. You know, so do what you gotta is, do. When is Tokyo <laughs> Game Show? I think it's usually September, isn't it? Or end of so summer, and or end of summer, something like that. You know who never makes an announcement at Tokyo Game Show? Microsoft. Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one like fucking Xbox in Tokyo. Uh, uh, but yeah, exciting times. So uh, Microsoft has dropped the price of the 500 gigabyte Xbox One again. To two seventy nine. That's because the new one's coming out, right? Uh, they go. The price is good for bundles involving this model, except for the three game spring bundle as well. The cut is a promotional pricing lasting to October first. Uh, that's about two months after the Xbox One S launches. Revealed at Microsoft's key E three keynote, this new subline, um, slimline, subline, <laughs> slimline configuration starts at two ninety nine for the two hundred gigabyte model. Also packs the four K blu-ray player and a new bluetooth controller which uh the current full-size xbox doesn't have uh let's see plainly this discount is meant to drain the remaining stock of the original xbox one chassis making the xbox one s the base design moving forward microsoft also confirmed plans of the much more powerful xbox scorpio to launch in the fall of 2017 yeah price drop makes sense yeah. Especially with yeah. the the new consoles coming out, you know. Yeah, yeah. When I saw the said price, I'm like, well, yeah, because of the S. They couldn't take it to 250 though. Like, <laughs> come on. This is Microsoft, remember? Yeah, but the come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, but the come on, <laughs> come on. You go 50 or 100. Don't be fucking around 20 bucks. Who gives a shit about all that? The price of a fucking budget title game and shit. <laughs> right. So, my this is actually my my last thing. Um, but another reason that I'm going to have to steal my PS4 for <laughs> my daughter, um, I this this had to be hands down the thing that impressed me the most, the thing that got me excited the most. Like I'm excited about Skyrim, so this is old hat, this is stuff we already knew was going to happen or something like that. This new fresh game is dope, Horizon Zero Dawn, um, PS4 exclusives put out by the um, Guerrilla Games, same company um, that made the Killzone franchise, which I really love. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm going to read a little bit of this. Set, set in a world called Horizon, the main character is a woman named Alloy, uh, a proficient hunter and also a rebel. The game is set 1,000 years into a post-apocalyptic world ruled by robot dinosaurs known as machines. They oh hold. I saw the tr- gameplay for trailer for, or the gameplay for this. I want to say it kind of looks like Battlefield Earth, but I don't want to make it seem <laughs> shitty. Um, but it's kind of the same idea. Like she looks like a Stone Age hunter, even right. before Stone Age. And the animals, quote unquote, that are around are machines. And I guess most of them act like normal animals, but there's something going on where they're being corrupted. And they're attacking people. Um, obviously, we don't know every detail of the story, but, uh, you know, because it's new. Um, they hold dominion over the land, keeping groups of scared tribes, people locked inside fortified walls. But Alloy is an outsider. Her exact origin story was not shared. And as such, she doesn't conform. She wants real answers instead of the stories her tribes people tell her about the origins of the robots. She's, she's a nonconformist. Exactly. Um, lead writer John Gonzalez said in a demo session, attended by GameStop in pursuit or GameSpot. Sorry. Um, in pursuit of her <laughs> answers, <laughs> Alloy travels outside of her settlement's walls into the dangerous and forbidding Atlas, blah, 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 blah. So I, they, they presented a really awesome, nice length, uh, gameplay trailer. And it wasn't even a trailer. It was just gameplay. Yeah, it was just gameplay. Know? And it's so, fu- first of all, sexy. The game looks so good. Um, and I'd expect that from a, you know, third year in the <laughs> PS4. <laughs> but uh, the protagonist is obviously a woman, but she is she's kind of like a Laura Croft-esque. Like she's like, fuck you, I do what I want. Um, yeah. Mean with that fucking bow. And and they were doing so, it was, everything was so fluid. Like she, she made a, she crafted a trap. You, you kill, like she downed a couple of the robot animal things. And right. then she took parts from them. Then it crafted exploding traps on the fly. And then um, – and, and I noticed her voice was going along with what was going on dynamically. Like you can dodge out of the way obviously like do a roll. And she would do it and go, oh, that was close. But it wasn't part of the story. It was just happening. I was like, that's yeah. a cool little touch. you know. And she did this thing where – well, the player uh, did a roll, dropped an exploding trap got out of the way, had the robot she was fighting come towards it. When he got close enough, she shot the trap. I was like, what the fuck? It was <laughs> so fucking cool, so dope, so clean looking. Um, this, I think, is the big title that that we need to be watching. Um, I, yeah, there's some new games out, Zelda, you know, whatever. But those are games you know are going to be good, like, whatever. This game, though, it, this is a fresh idea. It's It's... We don't get it as much anymore. I mean, look at look at my fucking list. Fallout 4 and Doom VR. Skyrim Remastered. Gwent. This is all shit that's already been out. You know what I mean? This is some new shit. And I think um, I'm definitely going to be stealing that PS4 back with this fucking props. I don't think they gave a release date. Oh, no, they did. February 28th, exclusively on PS4. It's been speaking, delayed, too. Yeah, speaking of, uh, of like games that you never even knew about there's a there was another game that uh, when i was watching the playstation um presentation uh my brother and i were both watching it and my brother hates zombies like can't watch anything with zombies he like freaks the fuck out um so they showed this game that i hadn't heard anything about called days gone 
Mm. And it's basically, it's kind of like uh, Sons of Anarchy meets The Last of Us. And you're supposedly a biker bounty hunter, and you're going after this guy in a world of zombies. And we're so watching the zombies it. are like a backdrop. Right. Yeah. And this guy goes, and he's trying to, to take down this one guy, but all of a sudden, he's like, the hell was that? Turns around, then all of a sudden, these zombies kind of come out of nowhere. And it's it the zombies come out come out at you at like World War Z kind of, right. and they just keep multiplying. And we're watching this one like gameplay footage, and I was just like, "Oh shit, this is going to give me nightmares." Like, but see, that's an interesting dynamic though because you're playing a zombie apocalypse game, but the focus isn't the zombies, right? And he's know? trying to get away from them, and he's got like a pump shotgun, and you know, it's uh, Sam. What's his name? Sam Witcher. I think he was the guy that was the model for the Star Wars Force Unleashed games mm -hmm. uh, and all that. He plays the, the main character in, in it. And you're just like the guy you're supposed to kill. You end up wounding and then the zombies tear him apart. And then you're trying to get out of there and just like this waves of zombies keep coming at you. And you're in this spot where you end up like at the top of this like, you know, um, this uh, ledge and like they're all just climbing over each other trying to get at you and it was just like and then it ends right there you're just like at the end of it i was like what the fuck like that's fucking crazy so it was a cool little game like that's under development there was no release date left for that one but yeah uh but yeah that was a game i was totally like whoa i haven't heard of this one that was kind of cool actually it's, so. it's it's just good to see fresh ideas because the the video game industry is, is becoming much like the movie industry where they're just rehashing right. things. Yeah. And, and you can kind of get away with it a little bit more with video games because, because pe people play games are a little more nostalgic. I mean, look how excited I was about Skyrim Remastered. I've right. played hours and hours of that game, but I'm ready to play it again just because right. it looks better. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, and people are like that. You know, that's, that's not a problem. But it's still nice to see some new shit, man. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, so the next ones I can actually just kind of run down real quick since um, most of them are just kind of things that were announced that were kind of cool. Um, okay, so I most of you that know, I'm kind of always been very against the Call of Duty, um, uh, you know, franchise as of late. Um, Battlefield for life. <laughs> Um, so when I started watching this trailer or this gameplay, uh, it was like a space Marines kind of thing. And you're attacking this like base and shit like that. You're doing all these like shooting tethers and like ripping the face masks off your opponents to get sucked out into space and die and shit. I was like, this is kind of cool. I was watching this game. I was like, damn, this is, I was like, oh shit. You know, I was like getting really into this gameplay and then at the end, it's all Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. And I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> fuck you, you bastards! Look, it, for, for the Modern Warfare fans, I hope this next game is good. But I've written off the Modern Warfare franchise long ago. Yeah. It it's just doesn't... It, and, I'm, and, and granted, I'm not a big FPS player anyway. Right. But if I'm going to play an FPS military kind of game, I'm going to play Battlefield. It's right. it's just bigger in scope. There's more yeah. to do, you know. On EA Play. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, if you get EA Play, you'll get Battlefield 4 for free. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? Um but yeah, so I saw that trailer and I was like, 
fuck. It kind of got me to like, I'm curious about playing it, you know? Um, but with this, they have the, the remastered version of Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, which is the first game that started this whole thing. I watched the uh, I watched the trailer for the remastered, clean as fuck. I really liked the, that first Modern Warfare game. Um, really enjoyed that one, and it the remastered looks really fucking nice. Um, however, it is a timed exclusive. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered is included with the Infinity Ward Legacy Edition and Digital Legacy Edition, both eighty bucks as well as the digital deluxe edition which is 99 bucks or the legacy pro edition which is 119 or 120 bucks customers who pre purchase this I thought was actually kind of cool who pre-purchase any of those editions for the PS4 will be able to play Modern Warfare 3 remastered on October 5th 30 days before the release of of uh, Infinity Warfare mm. so I thought that was kind of cool and because I saw the gameplay and I saw that stuff, I'm thinking like, ah, oh, fuck. Maybe. I mean, it all depends. See, I always wait with Modern Warfare to see how long the single player campaign is. If they tell me it's like five hours, I'm not spending $60 for it. It's, <laughs> it's just the way it is. Like, I know because Call of Duty's become a competitive sport at this, yeah. at this point, and right. I don't want to be involved in it. Like, I want to play it for... That's why I've always kind of lent more to the Halo series. Because it's more about... There's a good storyline and stuff like that. But I'm kind of getting haloed out. You know, yeah. so... We'll see what happens. Yeah. Can we... But... but Are you moving on to the next one? Yeah. Okay, can we... Then I, I want to say... Can we stop talking about all this bullshit and talk about what we really came here to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Please? <laughs> abuga, abuga. If you know exactly <laughs> what that is... The fucking game. This is this is this. Uh, it was funny when you were talking about the nostalgia thing. I was yep. like, going, "Oh God, we're totally in the, now we're talking about real nostalgia." Real nostalgia. If you've created, if you played Crash Bandicoot on your PS One, mm. well, you're gonna be playing it again on your PS Four. <laughs> um, Crash Bandicoot is being remastered. Yes, not just Crash Bandicoot, but Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back, and Cra Crash Bandicoot 3, Warped. One of the uh, greatest platforming franchises ever. Oh, my God. Ever. It, it was funny, too, because, like, uh, even when I told my brother, I was like, in, you know, he's like, Crash? And I go, you know, the fox with the blue jeans? He's like, oh, my God. He goes, ah, I love those games. Uh, it was funny too because when I was watching like the Sony uh, this, uh, the Sony press conference, and then they showed crap, or you heard the blue blue, you know that like the audience went nuts, like everybody went nuts for that. I was like, and I was like, see, that's that's the kind of game you played it a million years ago. It's such mindless fun. It's like fuck yeah, and like it's all those fucking apples or whatever the hell they were. Oh yeah. You got to do that, and the and one of the reasons for the re-release of those series is because Crash is actually getting added to Skylanders Imaginators, which yeah. is coming out in October, and following that is going to be the remaster of the first three games in the series in 2017. Well, didn't so, Crash wasn't Crash Bandicoot like the rights of it were in like hell for a while, weren't they? No, it's owned by Naughty Dog. I I heard something about something. I don't I don't know. I might be thinking about different franchises though. Yeah, uh, uh, it was funny because even the, the title of this article that I have from Polygon goes, Before Nathan Drake. 
there was crash yes <laughs> and uh and uh so yeah so uh skylander imaginator scheduled for october 16th release on the playstation 3 x uh, playstation 4 xbox 360 xbox one wii u toasters and you know um the little automatic garage door opener that you use um so and uh crash will arrive most likely early next year so Sky- i'm looking Skylanders is still going strong, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, because Disney Infinity closed up. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah. But, they, uh, they didn't put much into it. No, they kind of did a Sony with that. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, here's all this stuff. Okay. Uh, Their idea was so cool. I think we but, shot our load too early. So, right. you know. I think it's going to happen uh, to Lego eventually, too. Yeah. Unless they drop those prices. And you're already seeing the prices go down a little bit. But the fucking Lego kit's too much, dude. Yeah. And then you have to get up every 15 seconds to switch <laughs> your characters out. It's like, come on. Oh. Well, we have to get up. Because remember, you know, it's all about activity, you know, with the uh, Wii. Fuck that. Yeah, um, good for my kids and I encourage it, but I don't want to get up. <laughs> We're the I'm other a, generation. I'm, I'm a 90s kid. I want to <laughs> sit down and just play a game. Uh, this next one too dude dude this looked actually really cool you want father of you want father of the year award uh kratos is is it uh the um trailer was so intense dude and i like the new look they had he looks more realistic yeah it's not the same voice actor either um they changed the voice actor out which you know a little sad but yeah but uh yeah, if you actually watched um, the presentation, you actually got to see the uh, gameplay of it. Looks fucking amazing. But yeah, God of War uh, announced for the PlayStation 4, which everybody was wondering when that was going to happen. Uh, so uh, we got it's being developed by Santa Monica Studios. And, let's and it's see. a reboot, isn't it? Yeah. Like they're starting from the beginning. Yeah, they're starting from the beginning. And uh, the, like the demo actually starts with you training that kid. Uh, there's no release date for the game, but it's in development, but it looks, it looked fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And it's the fucking part where, um, Kratos tells his son, like now, like shoot him in the head and the the monster moves a little bit and fucking Kratos, the son shoots Kratos in the shoulder. And I'm like, (laughs) oh shit. So the son looks like, he's like, I'm so sorry. And Kratos just fucking rips that shit out. Yeah, and it just says your deer's getting away. I was like, motherfucker, Kratos is the manliest man ever. I was like, even this- even even the manliest of real men would be like, oh, I would have like- at least I would have at least told the kid, you got two seconds. I'll give you two second head start before I come kick your ass <laughs> before I take this arrow and shove it into you. <laughs> uh, blood for but- blood, motherfucker. <laughs> This is uh, a real original sin. You're about to feel this shit. <laughs> Shit's about to get real here. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks it looked amazing. Um, another one that got a huge round of applause, Kojima, appeared at the Sony presentation. Um, he gets a, he shows up at Starbucks and he gets a round of applause. That dude is. He goes to McDonald's to stand in line. Everybody turns around, and just starts cheering for it. I honestly think. I would tear up if I met him. He's oh, yeah. one of those people in video games where you're just like, you're a fucking legend, dude. 
He's well, like a rock star. <laughs> I, <laughs> said, I saw, uh, what was it? I think it was Pamela Horton was at E3. And she she tweeted, oh, my God, I just met uh, Kojima. She's like, I can't stop crying. <laughs> She's like, don't blame like, her. I know. You're just kind of like, you would walk up, you'd be like, going, oh, my God. You know what's so funny, too? Uh, I'm so happy to meet you. You know what's so <laughs> This is only the beginning. Um, fucking Konami is going to look so stupid. Oh, yeah. Every time Kojima does something. Every time he does something, it's the shit. He's just going to keep putting out more shit and more shit from his own company, and Konami's going to look dumb as fuck. Oh, I know. And my brother was, and I remember John was asking me, like, you know, why was everybody, like, cheering him? And I was like, I go, oh, this is Kojima. I go, and I told him kind of the brief history of that. And they're like, he's like, what dicks? And I was like, oh, yeah, we did a show called Fuck Konami. <laughs> that was that was the name of the podcast. And I'd do another one. Yeah. Fucking Kojima, I go, And, I mean... And it's Norman Reedus. Remember, we heard earlier on that he was working with something with him before Konami yeah. canceled everything. Um, it's just all it was was a trailer. Weird as fuck. Yeah, it was pretty cryptic. It, but it's Kojima now. Kojima has whatever control he, you know, he can command the room now. So it's like he can do which whatever we're he wants. gonna benefit from. Because oh, I remember, especially in the later years with Konami, they were stunting him a lot. Because yeah. Ko- the one thing about Kojima is he does take a long time. There is no timetable for Kojima. Like he, He's making a game that will come out when he's finished with it. Yeah. And Konami didn't like that because Konami's about that money. Like right. They don't want to hear fucking, no, you're not going to take your time. And unfortunately, we lost a couple projects because of that. Yeah. That, that um, What was that horror game that he was working on? Oh, the one with Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. We oh, lost yeah. that shit. Yeah. And that, that was probably going to be a fucking, like, change the... It was just two... A legend in gaming and a legend in horror coming together to make a game. Fuck. Yeah. So, I was going to get it. I don't even like horror games. I know, right? So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like... Oh, God, just think about it. just gave me chills. Um, uh, <laughs> that's real talk, too. Like, I literally <laughs> just had chills go up. But, it, yeah, we are so going to benefit for this, and I just – I can't wait for him to come out and just I, – I really – it's like one of those where you're like, I just want him to hit it out of the park so then everybody can turn to Konami and just go, fuck you, you know. Um, and that will be our fuck Ko- uh, Konami part two episode. Hey, real quick, I just want to say something real serious. A hey, fuck Konami, though. Yeah. I just wanted to say that. You know what? That fuck Konami, though. That fuck Konami, though. Bruh. Um, the last two i'm going to touch on really quickly uh i'm sure all of you remember that game that we were promised like what 10 years ago the last guardian (laughs) we were promised when the first last (laughs) (laughs) right you know back when you were playing the ps1 and there was this announcement of this game called the last guardian and then the ps1 or the ps2 i can't remember what the first one was on I, I think it was the PS2. Yeah. And then we were promised that one on the PS3 that never materialized. And then it was like, it's canceled. No, it isn't. It is, but it isn't. It is, but it isn't. But it, it was is. a lot of fuck you Sony getting thrown around. Right. That game was, was brought up. <laughs> and uh, and then they showed the trailer again. And I was like, oh, really? Again? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen the same trailer again. And then all of a sudden, like, it went black. And everybody's just, there was no, like, applause, nothing. Then all of a sudden. October 25th, 2016. Suddenly, everybody went fucking nuts. I go, finally? We're getting that game? You know I'm what? Like, I'm kind of taking it with a grain of salt. Yeah, because like, there's a I'm, lot of time I've between now so and October. Burned. Yeah, like you. 
I I can almost promise that it's at least going to get delayed. I I oh, I feel it. I just feel that it's you know oh we're going to push to January. I feel it. Something. In my I feel it. <laughs> Even in my toes. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm I was like at least there's a date on it this time because before there was not really a date. Uh. So I don't know. We'll see. And last but not least, Square Enix has not ruled out a PS4 compilation of Kingdom Hearts. Um, even though we didn't see anything really new or no release date on that. Um, oh, although we did find out that I think there's what? No, um, no shit. I think it's going to strictly stick all Disney. No Final Fantasy. Mm. Um planets in there or anything like that um which makes sense i mean it know. makes sense but it's a shame too yeah but uh speaking to the developer they have not ruled out doing a ps4 compilation of all the previous games which i figure will happen anyway um because right now the only remasters are the one for the ps3 right um so i i feel that when the new game will come out i'm sure we'll get that compilation it's almost what i figure there all right um Really quickly, what did what did you think about E3 this year? I actually think there was a lot of cool shit talked about, and, and I like too that um, there was there was a balance between technology and games. Because right. some E3s you get nothing but games, and then some E3s you get nothing but tech. But um, a lot of good. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, that what was the game you were talking? What was the name of that zombie game? Oh, uh, Days Gone. Days Gone. Those. Great new titles that I'm excited for. God of War, of course. Crash Bandicoot. Fucking Skyrim. Oh, by the way, if you guys haven't checked out that video that shows actual gameplay of Battlefield 1, oh, check dude. that shit out. That is just... Ugh. I'm surprised I didn't put that on my list. That fucking shit looked so sexy, dude. Oh, it looked incredibly sexy. Um, There was a... Uh, it, was, it was a little heavier with the VR, but that's expected. I'm just, I right. just don't care. Yeah, um, <laughs> it is kind of one of those where you kind of don't care. The only VR thing that I was kind of like, huh, was that Batman Arkham. Like, that looked kind of dope. Spider-Man, I mean, I have yeah. to, I need to play the PS4 next year. Like, there's just too much. Co- I think PS4, like, Xbox One, I think because of some of the things they're doing tech-wise. But Sony, I don't think Sony lost either. I kind of think they both won because Sony's coming out with a lot of exclusive titles. Yeah, uh, that was one thing that I, that I noticed coming out of this was there was a lot on the, on Sony's plate of shit that I want to play. Um, Xbox, uh, yeah, I think it was a little more hardware than anything else. I really like the Xbox, you know, anywhere. Uh, that yeah. that is really cool. So that 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 I thought was a really really nice option. I was I'm on the, the Xbox site right now, and they have a they have a section for Xbox on Windows now, which is cool that they're bringing that back because they kind of fucked it up back in the day where they right. had um uh what was it like Windows Gaming or Gaming on Windows oh, right. or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. But now that they're going to have a full fledged Windows 10 on the Xbox, they, they can really pull this off. Yeah. So. Um, for me, a lot of it was like, yeah, that, that Spider-Man game looks, look fucking sick. Yep. Um, days gone, not a big zombie fan, but looks really cool. The real nice, the, the crash bandicoot got me excited for that old game again. God of war looked sick. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, I think there was a lot more in the Sony realm. I'm actually really considering Titanfall, too, um, especially with the inclusion of single player. I think that might be something I might actually look into into playing. Yeah, because uh, they could do a pretty dope uh, single player campaign. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, the VR shit, not a real big thing. Um, actually really kind of happy I saw that uh, Infinite War for Call of Duty because I was like, okay, actually looks kind of cool. May do that with the remastered. I, I think that's the only real reason why I would lean more towards getting that is to get that remastered Modern Warfare. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, uh, Skyrim, I was really, really impressed with how Skyrim looked in the remastered. When they they showed that side by side, I was like, "Fuck me, dude!" And I'm gonna be honest, like, yes, yeah. PC gamers, we already have our Skyrims looking like that through mods and stuff. But let's give it up for the console gamers, because um, if you, I was, <laughs> I'm so used to playing Skyrim on mods now that I don't notice. And yeah. I went to my daughter needed help on the Skyrim and the Xbox 360, and I was like, "What are you playing?" And she's <laughs> like, "Skyrim." I'm all, oh. Like, <laughs> I was all well, snobby about it. Like, I was it's like, like that meme you posted with Gandalf. It's like when you put on a game you haven't oh, played yeah. in a long time. None of this looks familiar. I don't know this place. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I, I was like. I want to play Skyrim again. And, and I hadn't played it in like, I think, six months. And I loaded my safe game. For one, I had to like fuck with the mods because I, I didn't. I think I had it broken. That's why I stopped playing. I got frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, I don't why am I on top of this mountain? Like, I just had no idea what I was doing. And I was like, fuck this. Like, you could sort through your journal and try to figure it out, or you could just start over. Right. You know. And I... <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, that's E3 for 2016. Uh, thought it was a good show. I was actually, when you and I were talking about it last week, we were both kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really big going into it that we don't already know about but uh, i think that's the problem with this year's e3 was a lot of this was leaked yeah like went um the skyrim remaster people know that's gonna be happening for like a year yeah the Um, xbox at one s and um zelda yeah zelda all all that stuff we already knew i think god of war was even leaked i think I think it was rumored, but everybody, but it was kind of downplayed. But then when we actually saw the footage, Crash Bandicoot was really cool seeing that. Uh, Kojima, that was surprising. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that was actually going to be there. Um, but yeah, I and mean, I still have to say it. Horizon Zero Dawn, it yeah, just looks so fucking sexy. All right, so thanks for checking out this week's show. You can subscribe and get this show every Monday directed downloaded downloaded directly to the listening device of your choice. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Libsyn. If you're old school, you can go directly to the website, thelazygeeks.com. And comment. Sorry, I lost my place. Uh, <laughs> it's so sad. I do this every time, and I still have to look at the thing. Um, comment when you're on all those little places that Steve was talking about. Uh, let us know what you think. Especially let us know what you think about E3. Yeah. Uh, if we missed something that you felt that needed to be talked about, we could, of course, mention it next show. Um, yeah. So, yeah, okay. do that shit. All right. Yeah, and catch us also on social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all under the name The Lazy Geeks one word. And, yeah, like I said, like Adam said, Adam, um, let us know if we skipped something or you wanted our opinion on something from E3 or you agreed, disagreed, whatever. It's the internet. Do you yep. think? 
<laughs> if you're one of those people that's really dramatic and you're like, oh, I'm quitting Facebook for a while, um, you can just email us at thegeeks at thelazygeeks.com. And you can find me on the interwebs on at a middle-aged geek, Instagram, middle-aged underscore geek, or check out my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. So that is it for this week. Um, be sure to tune in on Friday where you will catch a new episode of The Cheap Seats. And we will be talking about the scientifically accurate and uh, just cinematic opus that is the core. I'm sure Adam got confused there for a second. Like, what the hell? What? I thought we were watching the core. <laughs> right? Like, that good, huh? <laughs> so, uh, so tune into that on Friday. So until next time, peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network, available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.